Let's go. Escobar on the beat. King Legend Talks. Fire Radio. 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 King Legend Talks. It's your boy King Legend 757. You already know the vibes. Today we got a special guest in the building, Trav Q. How you doing today? I'm good. What's up, my brother? I'm doing excellent, man. Like I said, it's an honor for me to have you on this show, man. I really appreciate you for being here. All love. Appreciate so, the opportunity. So let's get right to it, man. I see you out there. You working, you doing your thing. I gotta say, you you really know how to make some noise out there on the internet, man. Just being myself, honestly, it's the only way. <laughs> big facts, big facts. So let's go ahead and just, just get to the roots of everything, man. So, like, where did it all start for you? It started off on Vine uh, in 2013. The first video I ever did that went viral. I walked inside of a McDonald's and I screamed and I walked out and nothing happened. It went, it went crazy, you know. But it actually launched my social media career. And from that, I, was transi I transitioned to Instagram. And now we're doing movies. And I'm just grateful for every opportunity that comes my way. Where, where whoever thought going inside of a McDonald's and just screaming would really make someone go viral like it did for you, man, because it's exactly. amazing how that whole transition just happened. So, like, what was your thought process when you actually made that move? To, to scream in the McDonald's? Yeah, like, where did I come from? Like, hey, I'm just going to go scream in McDonald's. To be, to be honest, like, a lot of things that I do on camera, I, I've done it off camera, and it took, like, a couple of my friends to say, you need to start putting these antics and you know these pranks and you know this content on the internet because yeah. you never know who wants to see it so when i started putting my work on the internet like it was it just it was different but that night specifically a friend actually dared me because i would just do it without recording myself he said i dated just walking to mcdonald's and doing i did it word that's what's yeah. up though because you know a lot of people they be trying to do stuff like that but you can tell like when it's staged or when someone being real about it and so one thing i can say about from that video, it was like, yo, yeah, he really did that on his own. That was right. Late. That was like, so, so you went to school for a little bit. Um, you went to college. Let's talk about that real quick. As far as what school did you go to? Lincoln University, Pennsylvania, the first HBCU. Word, word, word. Shout out to that. HBCU stands for Historically Black College and University. Just um, putting that information out there as well. That's what's up. We got um, Hampton University out here where I'm at, so... That's one of the first black like, historic colleges out here. Um, so go ahead, tell me about what the college life was for you for a little bit. College life was amazing. And, um, 
it helped bring a lot of cultures together. So now when I hear someone speak, I can just tell where they're from. Like I can tell a Baltimore accent. Um, someone is from Philadelphia or even like another island. I could just tell where they're from from being around that. Like it was a it was a small campus, so everyone was like family on that campus, but it was the greatest experience I ever had in my life. Do me a favor and tell us about like what would you taking up in college? Like what did you go there for? So I went to college for health science. Um, I always wanted to be in the entertainment field, but I wanted to make my parents proud at the same time. So it's more so, you know, both my parents were in the health field. They're Jamaicans too, so you know how Jamaicans are. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, they, they want their kids to do something specific. And I always want to make them proud. But what happened was I, I eventually went on to grad school where I just, just left. I dropped out because I'm like, this is not what I want to do. I don't want to be in the health field. You know, it, it was lucrative. I learned a lot, but I always want to do entertainment, you know, and that was my main focus. So I, then I, that's when I started, you know, my internet journey. Gotcha. Then, so how did your, uh, your, your family take that? that I did. At first they didn't agree with it, but you know, once they seen the progress in, in, in my career and everything that was going on for me, that's when they were like, okay, we understand now. So sometimes you just have to show better you can tell. Absolutely. You gotta believe in yourself sometimes to make that leap of faith and just go get it. So right. like um what was that first break for you where you was like, man, this is working. Like, you know, I, I mean I thought I knew it was possible, but it's working. So what was that what was that first moment where it just kind of like, all right, I had, I thought this was going to happen, but now it's confirmed. When I went viral on Vine, <laughs> what happened when I was, I was on Vine for a little minute as well, but you know, like a lot of social media platforms, you have to build yourself up. Sometimes people, they gain that overnight success. Don't get me wrong. Someone could just go on the internet and just yeah. do anything and it, and it will pop for them and they'll just go to a million followers. For me, I always had the, the steady and, and slow buildup, you know? So yeah. once that video went viral, I was like, wow, I have something going here. So from then, I just didn't stop. I kept going. Now, there were a lot of lows. There were a lot of times that, you know, I, I was down during – because that, that, that comes with any, anything that you're doing. But I just kept going. You know, you, just, you can't give up on yourself. You have to keep pushing. Stay humble and stay working. So how long would you say overall, like from start to now, today, that you've really been involved with the entertainment industry? I would say about 10 years now. Wow. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's a lot more than what people just can see off the surface, right? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's like people see what you got today. They don't see what you did last week or last month. You exactly. Know what I'm there, are, there are still some people. There are a lot of people who know that I am. I have a lot of supporters. But yeah. to this day, you know, there are a lot of people in this world. So there's someone who's going to find out about you every day, mm -hmm. you know? So when I put out this content and I gain new supporters every day, you know, I accomplish something. Someone yeah. else knows about me now, you know. Yeah, I think it's um, unique as well because, as far as your like your your skits go, you you have a way of involving a lot of celebrities in your content. So mm -hmm. um, let let's talk about who was your first celebrity that you really um, got to to get on one of your videos. The first celebrity that I, um that that is a that's a good question. Okay, damn, there's so many. There's so many as far as rappers, as far as I was okay. So the first, the first celebrity, celebrity that I got in my video. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Yandy Smith from Love and Hip Hop. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So she was the first person that I said, "Now walk away from," at a Howard Homecoming. So what I what I took from that is, you know, I wasn't being disrespectful, but what I took from that is, is I can do this to other people as well, you know. Yeah. So then you know, eventually I went on to just doing videos with Busta Rhymes now, and then it just kept going from there because I never limited myself 
And I never told myself, you can't get it done. I always told myself, you will get it done. Yeah. You know? And so I always, always kept that enthusiasm. I think that's super dope, man, because, you know, most people, when they meet a celebrity, you know, that's their first time, especially if they already got a thought of this person before they meet mm -hmm. them. You know, they take that time to be like, hey, how you doing today, man? It's a pleasure to meet you, whatever, like that. You know, small talk. You took right. that time and went straight forward. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact, because you can't, you can't waste an opportunity. A lot of people, they see celebrities, and, you know, they just want to take the picture. And I get it. If you're a fan and you're supporting, and that's all you want to do, then cool. But at the end of the day, it's like, there are people like everyone else. So you can actually have a conversation with someone. You could pick their brain. You could learn. You could ask for mentorship. Me, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, how can I do a video with this celebrity or this person that's going to live on forever? Hey, that's, that's, that's dope. I hope everyone heard what he just said. That was extremely important. But um, I got another question for you. So mm -hmm. when did you build that carriage? Because I know a lot of celebrities that really don't like people having a phone out when you're around them. That's like one of their pet peeves. Right. They don't like cell phones. You, you, you meet somebody at a radio station, whoever, or wherever you at, they really don't want the phones out. You know what I'm saying? So how did you, I guess, build up that, that carriage and say, you know, screw it. I'm going to have my phone out. I'm going to go up and I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever feel uncomfortable in that? Um, in the beginning, because I never knew what the outcome would be. But then as I progressed and I just, as I kept, you know, just kept on doing it, I got real comfortable. As you can see in the videos, like I have like high confidence and I'm comfortable in the videos because I know that I'm not disrespecting the celebrity one. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's like when we do a video together, we're building each other up at the end of the day, you know? So okay. it's not like it's not like I'm just just doing this just just for myself. It's like, you know, we, we build each other up, you know, and that's and they, they respect it because sometimes they come back and they comment on the video like LOL, that's what you were doing, you know? Once yeah. they see it, as sometimes they don't get it at first. But then they, they see what it is later and like, oh, snap, that's what you were doing. Okay, cool, you know? And I think from that is I got a lot of respect from them as well, you know? Absolutely. I'm not, being, I'm, not being, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not tarnishing their brand. You know, it's, it's all respect at the end of the day. I think it's super cool because now you kind of made a name for yourself. Like, who's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been on your videos. They're like, he caught you right. slipping. You know what I right. mean? Right, exactly. That's why I always, ask, I always ask my supporters, like, who you want me to catch next? And if I'm around that person, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that's fire, man. That's absolutely cool. So, like now, moving on, what, what do you see yourself in the next five years if everything goes your way? More television, more commercials, more film. So I just want to continue on that legacy and do right. more films, more commercials, more television, and put this music out too. Absolutely. You know, that's something that a lot of people might not know about you. You actually be making music. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about that song. Whose man's is this? Where did that whole concept come from? The song Whose Man Is This? First of all, Whose Man Is This is a generic term from the 90s. So I just made it popular on the internet. You know, I walk into certain weird situations or, you know, certain people and I ask, hey, old man's is this? So I, I wanted to always make a song called Whose Man Is This? And that's how Whose Man Is This came about. Like, we, 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 uh, my friend D-Tech sent the beat. Um, my friend Daz got my, 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 my homegirl letter J to get on it. So it was like, you know, once we kept making, we, once we recorded that, first of all, People hearing music from me, the first thing they're saying is like, oh, you do music now? Hold on, I really have to hear this. And once they hear it, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Because I have features with a lot of artists. I don't want to speak on it right now because once they see it, they see it. But I have features with artists. Mm -hmm. So when, we, when, we, when it's time to drop that music, that music's going to roll. But that Whose Man's Is This? That's my first song, man. Well, it's not my first song, but that that's what will always be a classic in my book. Absolutely. It's fire, too, by the way, man. I just got to say that it was dope. 
appreciate um, that. The, the whole concept and everything about it. I just like how you brace the two. Like, you know how you got the skits and everything like that going. Right. And then you braced it with your music. I think that's a dope concept that you applied. I appreciate that. That's no problem. So what motivates you to wake up in the morning right now, man? Knowing I have more goals to accomplish. You know, knowing, knowing I, I, I want to continue taking care of my family and continue, like, building up my friends and, you know, just continuing on that legacy. It's like I wake up in the morning, like, what am I going to do now? Or what's, what, what do I need to do next? You know, it's like I don't wake up in the morning comfortable. I make my breakfast and then I'm, I'm on go. Like, let's get it done. Absolutely. And then as far as words of encouragement for anybody that look up to you as an influencer and they, and they want to be like you one day, what would you say to them? Stay humble and keep working. And at the end of the day, don't focus too much on what the next person is doing. Always put that 100% into yourself. Build yourself up. And don't expect things to happen overnight. If it happens overnight, it won't last. We live in a social media age now. So people expect things to just pop for them. It can pop for you overnight. But as, as the quick the quick you rise up is the harder you fall as well. So don't have that microwave effect when it comes to your brand. Like have that steady grind, that steady buildup, because you'll learn more. And trust me, you're going to take L's no matter what you do. But learn from those L's, you know, and just keep pushing at the end of the day. I agree 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, as, as far as building your brand and things in that network, I mean, of that nature, how would you recommend, like, people network with individuals they don't know yet? Say, since you want to be in the building next to somebody and you know that's the person you need in your project, but you don't know how to approach them, how would you recommend they do that? To be honest, a lot of people like to go directly to the artist. A lot of people like to go directly to the act. A lot of people like to go directly to, you know, the main person. But what people don't realize is there are people in that, in that person's camp. There are people in that person's team that you can network with. A lot of people like to bypass those people because they feel as though those people aren't important. But those people are just as important as the artist because they can connect you to the artist. Don't, you have to understand, an artist has a lot on their plate. An artist has a lot of people asking for things. A lot artists has, you know, a, so many people, so many things they need to get done. But there are people around them that you can speak to. Like people forget that, and I don't know why they forget that. They are very important. Speak to those people. Network with those people. Don't just go to the artists. That's one hundred. I mean, because people got to remember, these artists out here, they got a team for a reason. Right. It ain't like they just got these guys hanging around just for the hell of it. You know, you right. really you got a team and everyone play their role or their position for a specific reason. And so if you if somebody wanna reach out to you directly, you're like, look, man, this is what my homie is for. This is what I got my manager for. This is you know, everybody has a purpose. That's why they with you. You know what I mean? Right. So a lot of people they they just like you say, they try to go past that and go right to the person directly. And that's mm -hmm. why they don't that's why they don't get no response. Cause it's like honestly, that could, to me, that's kind of disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right. someone go to you directly, it's like, but you don't see my manager right here? Like, right. this is what he does. You disrespecting his role and his um, position right now when you come right. over his head when you do that. So I think a lot of people needed to hear that because it, it happens on the regular and more often than it should. You know what I mean? It does. And social media, you know, because now with social media, people feel more connected to the artist because back in the days, you weren't able to DM an artist. You, you yeah. barely knew where the artist was at at the time, you know? Now you can see where artists is and people feel more connected. So I think that's why people feel as though they have to just go mainly to the artists. But at the end of the day, there are people there, like I said before, who are just as important because they are the bridge. 
You know, at the end of the day, when you're trying to get to a destination, you have to go over a bridge, right, to get to that destination. You can't bypass that bridge Absolutely. to speak to that person. Yep, I, I agree with that 100%. So um, let's talk about, I can't have you on the show and not talk about your most recent video that's going crazy right now with Chris Brown. Uh, okay. uh, that was reposted on World Star. It's, it's going wild right now, man. Let's talk about that real quick. How'd that happen? So a lot of people like to ask me, like, how do you get in these rooms? How do you get around these people? You know, like I said, I, I get invited, you know? So yeah. I make the best out of my invitation. And at the end of the day, we seen Chris Brown there. And I was like, whoa, I'm about to do this skit with Chris Brown. I'm about to prank Chris Brown right now, you know? But the thing is, a lot of people don't know, Chris Brown is a very humble person. Yeah. Very humble. So he was like, yeah, I'll listen. And then when I did it, he was like, you know, hold on. That's my lyrics. But he was cool with it after because then after he realized, oh, that's you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was one of those situations. Like, he's a, he's a good dude, man. That song go crazy. That's one of my favorite songs. Absolutely. I think it got to be a dope feeling to know that, you know, you're really getting a response out of these people out here because they really know who you are. Even they might not know the face right when they see you, when they hear what you do. They're like, oh, right. hey, I know exactly who you is now. It registers to them. So um, right. how does it feel when you're when you able to deliver like that and still be rememberable? It feels great. And, and it, it, you know, it, it makes me want to do more. Yeah. That's why I said I wake up every day like, what's about to happen next? And I, we have a few more. Co- we have another one coming for you this week. You know, I'm, I'm telling you this with, with, with another dope artist. So we're dropping yeah. that soon. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right, man. We, we definitely looking forward to hearing more from you. And um, I want to go ahead and wish you a happy birthday. His birthday coming up this week, everybody. Yeah, March 6th. We in Miami with it. I'm turning up. Turning up, getting super lit. I'm on yachts. I'm on yachts. I'm on my peoples. We turning up. <laughs> hey, hey, can we expect a, a prank or anything from you for your birthday? Of course. Of course. That's exactly why I'm going to Miami a day earlier, so I can get videos done and then have fun. I like to get the work done before I have fun. Road to I, I know that's right. Well, that's Trav Q, everybody. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Thank you for being here with me, uh, Trav Q. It was awesome, man. Now, I appreciate the opportunity. Not a problem. Not a problem. God bless you. Stay blessed. Stay humble. Stay working. Hey everybody, it's your boy King Legend 757. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this interview. If you're interested in hearing more interviews or conversations just like this, do me a favor, follow the podcast on iHeartRadio or any other platform you may be listening in on. Also, do us another favor and go ahead and tap in on Instagram and hit King Legend 757 in your search bar so that way you can catch these interviews while we do them live with a live audience being you. So I appreciate you again for tapping into the interview and may God bless you and have a great 2021.